right. What's going on, everybody? This is Bridging the Geekdoms, and this is my second second live stream. Uh, so, how's it going? I'm Robert Slavinsky, and uh, I got a special guest today. Somebody who I've gotten to know a little bit through social media the past uh, couple weeks, few weeks here, and that's uh, Sil. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a well, he does a lot. I mean, I know that you <laughs> contribute to the culture nerd from time to time. I know that you yep. do uh, your own podcast now um, mm -hmm. or, or over on YouTube. I don't know. Are you on the podcast? Like, are you doing just audio or is it just video right now? Right now, just video. But yeah, I'm going to um, uh, convert to audio, you know, soon, like with Spotify or something. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I got so here. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things uh, regarding the DCEU. But most importantly, today, we're going to talk about all the shenanigans yeah, yeah, yeah. that partook over the last like 48 hours. Not even, it's been like 24 hours yeah. <laughs> that has happened. Uh, now, before we get into all that, though, I do have another guest here. Uh, he's my editor in chief of, of Spoilerverse. He's the guy that. Uh, brought me into this, the the spoilerverse, got me on a network, got me, pushed me to do more podcasting. I've been podcasting for a few years, but he's really pushed me to do a lot more. And that is John from Spoiler Country. Hey, there he is. How's it going, man? Uh, just, so, what is it that brings you here today? Uh, well, one, you asked me to join, and I said, oh, okay, yes. well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for asking me. No, it's uh, so. The Spoilerverse, as if people who've listened to you listen to me talk uh, ad nauseum about it, is basically a collective of a bunch of people like-minded who just want to make awesome content and have fun and put out a positive vibe out there. And um, we are always looking for new people to, you know, who want to come share what we do, whether that be uh, doing interviews, working on the website, doing graphics, doing podcasts, whatever. Um, we're looking to uh, have people come join us and nurture what they know already, teach them what we know, and also learn from them as well. So we're, you know, we have a, a link up which uh, we can share out to uh, shoot us a message if you're inter interested. I think it's just, is it? Do you know what the link is by by heart, Arbert? Is it like just join the cult or? Yeah, it's it's spoilerverse uh, here. You know what? Let me do this real quick. Um, let me jump over here i got this whole new program i need to start using it i think yeah <laughs> um gonna jump over here and right here up on spoilerverse.com join us there you go and there you go join the cult <laughs> that sounds so wrong on our show join the cult you know when <laughs> but yeah, there's different things you can podcast. We have we have reviews, we have previews, we do so much stuff, and we have so much content coming into us right now from from Marvel, from DC, from IDW, from Oni Press. All these publishers are sending us books to read, and we literally don't have enough time to read and review them all. So we're opening it up to people out there to say, hey, if you want to come be a part of the spoilerverse, whether it be whether it is you know reading reviews, doing press releases, make, you know just working on podcasts, doing interviews, because we have. If you've watched Spoiler Country, you know, we've known we release pretty much five to seven episodes a week with interviews, and we have interviews scheduled almost every single night. So we are opening it up to the world. If anybody's interested out there that uh, thinks maybe they'd uh, fit into the mold of what we do, um, we are fast-talking West Coast smartasses, so I'll put that out there so you know. But uh, <laughs> we like to make sure we have fun, and we don't we don't want to do anything that's not just, you know, positive and fun. So that's really yeah. it. Yeah, excellent, man. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I try and... and, and Tell it to everybody, every podcast. Hey, join us, you know, come find us, you know, find us on social media, all that kind of stuff. Because it is since it's been about a year now that I've been part of Spoilerverse. And uh, I mean, where I was last year to where I am now, I've definitely grown myself and mm -hmm. not just what I'm capable of doing, but even in getting my name out there. I mean, my, my social mm -hmm. media has jumped up quite a bit and you know, if you're somebody who wants to get into this medium in some form or fashion, whether it's writing for a website, becoming a journalist, doing podcasts, doing YouTubes, this is a great opportunity to jump in because there's almost no cost except for your time and your effort right now to get in on this and, and learn how to do it. So I think it's perfect. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Right now, if you do a podcast, can you cover all the costs for all the podcasts? So there's no, no, no chart, no, you know, just your time. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're fans of this. If you're fans of this genre, it's like it's just like you're just having a fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I know, like me, for instance, bridging the geekdoms. 
uh, we've been covering a lot of current news, what's going on. You know, John's sitting there talking about all the, the different stuff that he's doing over at, at Spoiler Country and all the different interviews and stuff that he has, and it's fantastic. But uh, you're not just limited to that. You know, I, I do help out when I can with Spoiler Country and everything that he's doing there, but I'm also doing a lot for my on my own and, and doing things for my own show. And that's it's just it's a lot of fun. I, I recommend if you're somebody who has the urge or even just a little bit of a, a wonder of what it's like to be in this medium. Give us a, give us a shout and give us a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And with that, I bid you adieu. Have fun talking about what you're talking about. All right. Thanks, All man. Right. Thanks for I'll coming talk to in, you man. soon, John. <laughs> yep. All right. So that was fun. Uh, what did we get that out of the way? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, I'm the first show on the network to start doing, consistent live shows on youtube and we're trying to get people onto the onto the whole thing mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. yeah i mean uh, you know it, it, uh, that's that's kind of why i brought him on today you know i might do it from time to time i'm trying to get him to do more live but hey look we actually mm -hmm. have some people watching us crazy <laughs> <laughs> what's going on guys <laughs> all right on? so i, I kind of just want to get into it here uh mm -hmm. because it was pretty pretty crazy what happened <laughs> over the last few days and i know i was watching your stream a little bit ago before mm -hmm. uh, i jumped over here and i kind of want to talk about this article right here awesome <laughs> this is what we're going to start this, this is our starting point and we're going to go forward from here That's the, the, culture the, nerd, yeah. the, the culture nerd uh, who I, I respect. I I have only talked to Taylor very little. Uh, Marcus mm -hmm. and TJ Bravo I talk to quite often now, mm -hmm. as well as yourself. Who you you know mm -hmm. I, I know you're not part of the culture nerd, but I know you've contributed. And, and yeah. just like with me, you respect everybody over there. Right, right. Now Marcus threw out this article yesterday, <laughs> exclusive. Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds being eyed for Carter Hall. Hawkman and Black Adam. And social media want a frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insane. I get it. I get it. You know, there's been since the the announcement of Zack Snyder's Justice League back on May 20th, there has not been a week that has gone by where we haven't had maybe three or four rumors pop up. Mm-hmm. And here we go. I mean, right now, I mean, we got one of these rumors, you know, people are sitting there talking about uh, Ryan Reynolds for the past, what, six weeks now? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Probably longer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably longer. About being Green Lantern in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now, mm -hmm. I know that I've heard, and I've talked to some people here and there, I heard weeks ago, but actually it was May 23rd. I have a saved message. So I looked, I keep, I make sure they got the right date. I look at the date. It's May 23rd. I heard about Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern. And I, I went and questioned a couple people and they're like, no, nah, there's nothing to that. And I was like, you're probably right. It's just probably fan speculation, fan <laughs> casting. Jump up to June 23rd. Grace Randolph is like, hey guys, what's up? And she posts that she has heard that he's going to be Green Lantern in Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why she would say that because it's it makes no sense. It, it really doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. No. That's been no. the speculation since then that he's going to be Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. I know that Taylor talked on Lightcast, which I saw him pop up in the feed here. What's going on, Lightcast? Lightcast in the house. <laughs> uh I know that Taylor talked on there that said, you know, if it is for Greenland, because at the time, this is a few few weeks back, he was Taylor was like, if that the if that's the case, if it's for Green Lantern, there's another movie going on that they're casting for that it would make more sense, and that was the Flash film. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Six weeks goes by, and here we are. <laughs> we have this article <laughs> come out that okay, yeah, Warner Brothers was talking to Ryan Reynolds, but it just so happens that. It could be for Hawkman. What are your thoughts on it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much just like you. You know, we hear these rumors of Green Lantern, and um, 
one thing that like so I'm going to touch on my channel going forward is the evidence that we have uh, that we can find uh, that Zach already shot his Green Lantern footage uh, for his for a different not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> so um, uh, so that's what's going to kind of come up um, with on my uh, my exposés that I'm going to be doing. But so hearing this news, I said last week, I a few days ago, I heard possibly he's going to he's being talked about for a different role. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I kind of brought this up earlier, but uh, um, there was like, this is what we're hearing, but don't say nothing. <laughs> you know, and so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit on and wait till something comes up. And the culture nerd happened to be the people that come up with it. And I believe that they heard his name among you know other people. We'll see. And I'm pretty I'm sure you'll go further as far as what happened after that. But um, yeah, just initially, I was like, okay, I think there's some validity to him being talked about for that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, I, I mean I sit there and who I've talked to at the culture nerd and listening to Taylor when he talks and, and what he states, this isn't something that they just go and they say, Oh, look, this looks interesting. Post it. (laughs) They vet this. They take a look. They, they get multiple sources that say yes or no, this is happening or this is good possibility. or This is what's going on. I I can't imagine that something like this, especially when it comes to somebody like Ryan Reynolds, are just going to pull out of the hat and say, yep, this looks good today. (laughs) I I really believe that they, they did their due diligence here and Mm -hmm. what they believe is, is absolutely this. But Mm -hmm. the big thing is you have to look at, at the wording there. People are freaking out and making it like, Oh, he's, he's already cast. No, no. (laughs) The big thing being eyed (laughs) right there like that's huge being eyed for carter hall that (laughs) all that truly means is that they're and they've either have discussions with him they may have even just gone to him and said hey you're our number one choice we want you to be it but Mm -hmm. there's also a list of other people that they're looking at Mm -hmm. i i I don't understand why there's so much that's a normal thing that's a normal thing with this too robert is that when you have these casting calls, there's always three or four people, sometimes five or six names. Um, and they probably have one that's circled that they really want. If they pass it, they go, you know, so this is a normal, normal thing that you would actually hear behind the scenes. Uh, just a culture nerd kind of put it out there. Yeah. So we have that that comes out yesterday. Uh, social media goes into a frenzy. <laughs> I get into work today. I I literally walk into work, sit down at my desk and I see on my phone, social media is essentially blowing up again. And they're like, Holy crap, this happened. And Ryan Reynolds posted that. I'm not playing Hawkman in black Adam. Although I generally do whatever the hell the rock tells me (laughs) to do. I would, however, (laughs) love to be in Zack Snyder's justice league movie. And I've heard I may already be in it. Hashtag Snyder Cut. Troll 101. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Troll 101. <laughs> like, I sit there and, and you know, again, I, I had that up and people were freaking out. See, the culture nerd, they don't know what they're talking about. He's in the Snyder Cut, blah, blah, blah. And I, I made sure I threw this up. I was like, okay, maybe Reynolds is not Hawk. I like maybe that Reynolds, three. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Reynolds is in Zack Snyder Justice League. But 100% Reynolds, 100% loves to fuck with people. With that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's just see what happens. And then the right <laughs> likes to fuck with people. So it's like, <laughs> man, crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, at this point and at this juncture, I, I just, you know, and, and the whole story, what, what can you say? It's kind of like mm-hmm. they're going to take what he says as like the written law <laughs> they don't yeah. sit there and think about it like okay it's ryan reynolds he loves to screw around he loves to have fun with mm-hmm. people he's been doing it for six weeks he got mm-hmm. hugh jackman involved with it a couple weeks ago <laughs> exactly i mean and that's why i said uh before ryan reynolds he he's owning the summer right now like whatever role he gets next he's going to get a nice contract he's going to demand you know, so he's playing this perfectly. And like you say, you go off of just what he says. He, I mean, you can't take him seriously. You can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't take that serious. He's like double speaking the whole time. 
Uh, you got Steve in the chat. He's an actor. He always called that uh, actor speak. That's yeah. That's how actors speak. That's how Jason Momoa denied his role. And you know, and I'm not saying like, oh, I actually don't want Ryan Reynolds to be Hawkman. To be quite honest, I, I'd rather Mike be Jordan. To be quite honest, oh, dude, that is a way better casting choice. <laughs> but if we get. Yeah, but if, if Ryan Reynolds gets it, it's like, cool. Okay, I'm down with it because I trust, like I said, the sources on this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I I didn't want to be that guy that calls out these other people, but I do have to point <laughs> something out because where everybody on Twitter is getting their information is they're sitting there saying, well, these other scoopers are saying this. Mm -hmm. And they're not understanding that they don't know what the hell they're talking about either. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, it's guessing, you know. I mean, like, I, I put up the picture of um, uh, Grace was talking about Army Hammer, um, which hey, it's like his name has been tossed around a lot, yeah, but it's just kind of you all of a sudden you just throw another name out there and he has to be a white male because that's her that's her angle now is that she heard Hawkman has to be a white male, so she's gonna throw names out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so I'm th I'm throwing this up here because this was a conversation on her Twitter feed that she was having, and I laugh at it because she goes, "Green Lantern sure is on his mind the last 24 hours." And somebody's like, "Make a video," because all she does is make videos all day. I don't know how she makes money because all she does is make videos. <laughs> uh, and she goes, "I'll make a video when it's official, and I can share more on the details." I already know. I don't want to jeopardize the deal. So, is there a deal or is there not a deal? <laughs> like, what would there be to jeopardize if you mm. know that it's it, it's happening? Mm. Like that's I just <laughs> I yeah. I'm, and, I, and I'm just saying it's like Grace. You know, I, I've been I've been a fan of Grace in the past, and so I never want to get into the habit of like you know, like you said, we don't want to diss too many people. So um, it's just grasping grasping for straws. That's that's what I see that she's doing. She's grasping for straws, like whatever. When one thing one thing is gets knocked down, it's like, well, uh, there's not a deal yet, but they're still talking, you know. And it's gonna get to the point where, well, okay, the deal just, you know, it fell through. That's why he's not Green Lantern because it fell through. So I, I'm just not buying it. Yeah, I'm sorry, you kind of broke up there, but no, you, you're uh, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it was my connection or yours. I don't know. I, it's kind of raining off and on here where I'm at, so it could be my connection. Okay, we'll blame you. No. Yeah, we'll blame me. Fine. Yeah. It's only my second time doing a video. You guys can forgive me, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you good. You uh, you're amongst uh, friends, you know. You're amongst friends here. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, when it comes down to everything. I, I will always encourage everybody to to go out and get their own information, figure out what you can, how you can on your own. You don't need to take what somebody else says as 100% certainty. I question, and, and this is me respecting the culture nerd. I still question some of the things that they put out there because some of it, like even this specific article, when they were like Ryan Reynolds, I, I was like, heck yeah, that'd be cool. But <laughs> is that like, is that role good for him? Like, right. And I don't see Warner Brothers... Do, giving the role to somebody that it isn't a hundred percent perfect for. Mm -hmm. Again, that doesn't mean that he's not being eyed, that he hasn't been discussed. <laughs> that's what people need right. to realize. I think that's what people, yeah, that's what people are falling into is that they they looking at it just like you, Robert. Where that was my first reaction. I was like Hawkman when I first heard it. I was like, I kind of want like just someone a little more you know menacing. <laughs> then, then Ryan Reynolds would be Hogman. That's a good conversation to have, but just yeah. to totally deny that these talks have been done. Like I had one person in my chat earlier. He was like, Oh, it's all made up. This is made up. And it's, it's like, dude, I know you don't have sources. So how you, how you going to tell somebody that it's made up, you know? So we got to get past that conversation of denying that the talks were actually happening. And let's talk about, Hey, do you like them in a role or not? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what the that, that's where the conversation needs to go. Like, who like? There's so much of this. Let's bash on this scooper. Let's bash on this scooper. And I kind of just did it myself. But it's, let's, <laughs> let's discuss the potential. You know, let's let's take a look and see. Okay, what is the potential of this actor or actress becoming this role? Let's talk about it. How how cool would mm -hmm. it be? Would it not be cool? Instead of sitting there bashing each other, that's what I would prefer. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's a the angle. Um, as soon as I heard about the casting or the potential casting, and then they told me about the Rock, the angle of the, the that the Rock actually wanted yeah. him to be in the movie. I was like, okay, now I kind of could see the Rock saw something, and he probably wants. I, I don't know if it's gonna be comedic, but <laughs> the Rock saw something to want Ryan Reynolds in it. So I was like, okay, I kind of could buy it a little more if it's true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I can't find his tweet. Did he take it down? The Rock's well, tweet? I don't see it here. I, I, it happened, like his tweet came out uh, as I was actually, I left work and I was, I had to stop at Lowe's real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see his tweet now. No, I really don't. If, if I have a save, you could share my screen. Um, I might actually, I think I sent it to somebody else here. I might have it here. Yeah, I still Uh, see it, actually. Yeah, I don't know why I don't see it. All right, and we'll do this. Yeah, I mean, he then tweets out, and it was fantastic because I, I was shocked that he would actually do this. And he goes, <laughs> and this is, this is a retweet or uh, responding to Ryan Reynolds, not replying, right. not a retweet, but like uh, you are playing Hawkman. That's that you're also Deadpool green lantern when you want, because you own the intellectual property. You're mm-hmm. in Zack Snyder's jail movie. And you're also Kevin Hart's real or yeah. Kevin Hart's dad, <laughs> like in real life as per your blood test. Now the funny thing about that is he's, trolling like he's absolutely trolling 100 percent, and nobody wants to uh, (laughs) is there a cat in here or something Uh, (laughs) i don't know (laughs) uh but (laughs) but, i mean he's trolling and and it gets to my point where ryan reynolds he is somebody who loves to screw with people so Mm -hmm. he'll sit Mm -hmm. there and pull people, his friends that he knows like to do the same thing, or even if they don't like to do it, he still pulls them in. Like he did with you, Jackman, he pulls him in and he just did that with the rock and none of that. Like you, you can't take any of that seriously. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Actors are not going to joke about rules that they may get or that they may not get. Uh, now mm-hmm. they will deny if they're not in something. And that takes me back to his first tweet. Mm-hmm. If you remember his first tweet specifically says, I'm not playing Hawkman and black Adam. Although I generally do what the hell the rock tells me to do. <laughs> That's a little playful fun. Mm-hmm. I would, however, love to be in Zack Snyder's justice league movie. And I've heard I, I may be in it. He's joking around. He's again, is he Hawkman? Is he going to be Hawkman? Maybe, maybe not. He says he's not, but, there's no deal. So why would he say he is if there's no deal? Right. Right. Just like, like we, we talked about with Jason Momoa. Um, will you tell the guy he could punch him in the face if he becomes Aquaman and, <laughs> you know, it eventually happened. And, you know, they made a joke of him punching Jason in the face. So it, you just can't totally rule out the discussion. The discussion happened. We can't rule that out. You know, yeah. whether it happens or not, then, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I again, I'm, I, I try to stay away from this this whole bashing other scooper thing. But uh, what do you take, or how are you taking all this <clears throat> negative negative mm-hmm. light that they're pushing on the cultured nerd right now? Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, it, it, it's kind of weird because I consider the culture nerd uh, friends. Um, I got a chance to talk to Taylor a lot. Um, when he had to kind of take breaks because he has like anxiety or depression or uh, at times. So he has to take a break from the madness. So I kind of see what that does to him. Me, myself personally, like, I mean, like I said before, I, I mean, you could tell me you hate TCN all you want. It's like, that's, that's not like my wife or something. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> But I mean, I don't like you talking about my friends, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, but um, it's just, you know, I look at it. Uh, I trust the vetting processes they have. I, I will always stand behind that um, unless something comes out. And, and and that's one thing, too. And I'll say it on this platform as well, is that I have other relationships with people where I can kind of take 
other sources and run them by the culture nerd or um, when a culture nerd comes up with an article, I can go to another source and kind of see what they heard. So I have an interesting situation where I can really kind of compare a lot of information. And if one side isn't, you know, coming up, I can, I, you know, I don't have no problem saying, like, hey, I don't believe this. I just haven't yet with the culture nerd. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I, I just, they're all in it for the same. Well, you would think that it's for the same thing. However, we know it's not, but it's, mm-hmm. it's all about getting the information out, being excited mm-hmm. and uh, the, the potential and the possible breaking news that could come out of everything. And mm-hmm. that to me, I see that with Taylor. I see that with the culture nerd. I see Marcus, I see TJ when they post these things, they're excited to do so. They're excited to get this information out there because they think people are going to love this. Mm-hmm. And I feel so bad because it then turns around on them and it becomes just social mm-hmm. media bashing them constantly. And I think that's unfair. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I get, people don't want to get their hopes up for something that may not be, Right. but that's what the scoop game is. The scoop game is let's hear what we're hearing and let's, okay, we got a few confirmations that this could happen. Let's put it out. It yeah. is on you, the individual the viewer, the people who want to get excited, it's on you to sit there and say, do I want to run with this and get excited about it? Do I want to maybe hold back my excitement or do I just want to, Hey, let's go. Let's woohoo. This is awesome. Yeah. Like (laughs) that is what that's on the viewer. That's on that person, the fan to sit there and, and and bash the culture nerd. And you know, there's other scoopers out there who get bashed. If you're going to sit there and bash them, try and go do it yourself. You know, don't do it yourself. Well, people got to understand, you know, and I'm talking about within the Snyder Cut fandom, um, everybody don't have the same sources. I know that for a fact now, you know, that everybody has the same sources. So if if one side is not hearing something, that literally just means you don't (laughs) you don't know the people that's giving the information. Um, And that's one thing I'm going to touch on too on some of my videos going forward is that. There is a, a gatekeeping agenda. Like you said, people want to be first. Yeah. That's just a scoop game. That's true. But people got to realize, too, that there's, there's a shift. The sources are actually realizing that they don't want to give the information to gatekeepers as well. Like, realize, why is Taylor Murphy getting all this information before most people? Because maybe they like Taylor better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what these people that's kind of getting upset, I don't think they realize that. Maybe, you know, their relationship with these sources aren't as good as Taylor's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I think he does it in a way that he does it respectful. You know, he doesn't just take something and run with it and throw it out there. Uh, he goes, hey, this is what I've heard. You know, I've, I've confirmed it on multiple fronts, and this is what I'm hearing. And that's that. He leaves it at that. He doesn't dive more in, he doesn't dive into it and saying, well, let's speculate this, let's do this. I mean, he does that with some things and it, mm-hmm. anybody's going to do it, but the information, the news that he, or the, the scoop that he gets, mm-hmm. he just puts that out there. He yeah. doesn't speculate yeah. on the scoop per se with the fans. He's like, here's the information. Now let's run with it. Let's see. What do you think? What, what, what could possibly happen? Yeah, and I, that's, yeah. I do tease him though. That, um, that Ryan Reynolds article, the first the exclusive, that was a little clickbaity because it's just like Ryan Reynolds. And then it was like, well, there are three other people too. That's in yeah. the body. so I was like, okay, I get it. But Hey, that's what, that's what the titles is about. It's about getting your attention. Yeah. It, it, I, I hate clickbait. I do. <laughs> I <hate laughs> no, that was clickbait. a clickbait Taylor. If you yeah. watch this, that was a clickbait. 100%, 100% Taylor clickbait. I, lo- I love you though. And I, I find myself wanting to do the same thing over on Spoilerverse. Whenever I write an article, it's like I want to because you want the clicks. But then you, I sit back and I'm like, oh, that's too clickbaity. People are gonna get pissed off if they take a, you know, they click on it and it's not exactly that or that's all it is. Like I don't want it. I don't want clicks for that. I just want people to hey, check out this article, read about it, and then give me your opinion. That's all I want. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of of clickbait. And I do criticize. There are sites out there, uh, you know, and and I I absolutely despise that they're comparing TCN with those sites because TCN is nothing, nothing like those sites at all. Uh, They don't make up stories and just post them like these other sites do. (laughs) Oh, you know, 
George Lucas is taking over Star uh, Wars again. Yeah. And, there. <laughs> and see, that's the thing, and they get so much support, but it's about it's about the fandom, and that's why, I, I, for lack of a better word, I blame the fandom because Star Wars, <laughs> you got the whole Phantom Menace thing, so they, you know. But then they're kind of divided too. You got some of them don't like what Doomcock does and stuff like that. So in the Snyder Cut or you know the DC side, it's literally we all got the win. We got the Snyder Cut coming, but everybody wants to get information first. And it's just it's getting a little messy right now. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's again, I, I sit there and I I take a look at what TCN does and what they've been doing. And, and honestly, I mean, if you've talked to Taylor, if you've seen his interviews with, with Matt over at Lightcast, he talks about his story and how things have changed over the, the course of the last couple of years, how he walked away and came back and all that stuff. And uh, since the culture nerd has been back and I, I'm going to say more specifically from like March of this year until now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they have been, one of the most solid sites to go to. They have really interesting topics. They don't just, they're not just about scoops. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. throw scoops up here and there, but they do other articles that are really interesting. And they, they did one the other day about Mary Elizabeth Winstead and and her being an actress. So to me, that's, that's what I want to see a site doing. I want you to, to take it and, put opinion pieces on there and, and, and eventually you're going to build and you're going to get those interviews. You're going to get those, those exclusives a lot more often. And that's what I think mm-hmm. the culture nerd is doing. They're doing a hell of a job doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same as you, I mean, that's when I discovered them was earlier this year. Um, and that Snyder cut articles were really drew me to the culture nerd because they were talking about the Snyder cut coming out in March. And we know the announcement didn't come to May. Yeah. And so they laid out the groundwork as far as what Zach was doing behind the scenes. He signed the, the production deal uh, with WB through his uh, Stone Quarry production company. That laid the groundwork for him to return. But people didn't know that. Out in the open, they were saying, oh, the Snyder Cut, they hate Zack Snyder. Uh, the WB hates him. Never work with him again. So when I saw that, the culture nerd had sources that was actually talking about the progress behind the scenes. And then we get the announcement. I was like, oh, wow. Like, they got something there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, you got you to gotta do your own research on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we've talked a good bit about the whole Green Lantern and Hawkman mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. But what I want to do now is I kind of want to shift a little bit because mm-hmm. I really enjoy – when you you get passionate about this about subjects i've seen you on other shows i've seen you on your own show when you get passionate you really get into it and i have a question for you because this is a debate that goes on within the spoiler verse uh within the 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 people who work at the spoiler verse okay Uh, and it it has to do with with zach snyder's vision of superman all right i'm I'm currently writing an article that i'm hopefully going to get out this week i i I really want to make it as good as i can so i'm working really (laughs) really hard on it but i want to get your opinion on superman and his arc from man of steel through uh batman for superman and obviously what you expect to see after that because uh it's this is kind of my go-to question now every time i talk to people i kind of talked with marcus and tj about it the other day i think it was last week i I, we touched on it so i'm gonna get your opinion on it now Mm -hmm. well as far as his arc i mean i I think uh man of steel was a beautiful setup for a superman story um get into bvs i think with the hindsight of what we saw the development we're, we're left with an incomplete story, you know, but showing Superman in a real life environment, an alien, basically, uh, trying to coexist on Earth. Man is still set it up perfectly. Then you get to BVS, you see the public is, is split. And that's literally what will happen in our world today. You know, you got people, you know, political, religion. You're gonna, so you, you have all this division. And so I thought that was such a real world, you know, uh, touch to it. And then you had the whole montage montage of him saving different people and stuff like that. You got uh, 
Neil deGrasse Tyson talking over it. <laughs> so, so it's like it was such a perfect setup to a, how will we react if this person really existed in our world? Yeah. Um, and then I did feel that his death was rushed. Um, you know, that's not too many things I, um, you know, uh, question what Zack Snyder does, but that is one thing I was like, hmm, like they kind of just met each other. Yeah. But by this time, we would have already had the, the real Justice League movie, and I would have saw how that tied together better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little incomplete with I, I do feel that it was kind of rush progression or like rushing a point to kill him off. Yeah. Uh, to set up the, the return. Um, but like I said, it's it's kind of an incomplete story. So that's what I'm kind of waiting to see is kind of the other side of that. Uh, because I as I really did want to see more of that interaction. But then on the other hand, I look at it like this <clears throat> what Zach brought up with uh with Grace uh Randolph on the interview is that it's not that he just wanted to rush some evil Superman complex, it's just you don't want Superman in God mode in the first movie or even the second movie of a five-part arc. Because yeah. if he already has it figured out, truth, justice, America, you know, whatever, if he already has that figured out, then there's no more art to his story. No. You know, he's the man of tomorrow. He's, you know, so we just caught that very beginning of that arc. And I just, like I said, I'm just waiting to see, you know, how, how that continues. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you bring up some, you know, some good points. And uh, I, I, for one, I'm going to go back to rushing the death of Superman. I kind of agree in a way. Uh, we saw it, what, six years, seven years prior during Superman Returns. Uh, we saw the death of Superman there, which was a big disappointment <laughs> in that, that storyline uh, when that movie came out. But from one standpoint, I, I understand why they went that route because we we have yet to see all of Snyder's complete arc and in the grand scheme of things when we would see from the beginning to the very end it would probably all make sense and when you would sit there you wouldn't it wouldn't feel rushed my issue though comes where and and i credit matt from lightcast for this all the time because he was on my show a couple months back and he said this and something just clicked and man of steel being what is probably my favorite superhero movie of all time i think it is the best origin story for a superhero and i think mm-hmm. it's one of the top three superhero stories of or movies of all time mm-hmm. but he made a very good point that man of steel is not a superman movie it's not it is a clark kent movie and point. when when you watch it with those eyes when and you sit there and you go okay this is a clark kent movie it makes so much more sense and then you see the connections, the lessons that he learns as, as Clark Kent and Man of Steel come into play in Batman versus Superman. And I don't want to spoil it, but there's the death scene is in a way, in a way it is alluded to. It is uh, in Man of Steel and it's brilliant how it's done. And that's kind of what my article is going to be on. It's, it's talking about. Superman and why this is the quintessential version of Superman that we should all respect and we should all enjoy because you can love what Christopher Reeves did. You can love what they've done in the comics. You can love Tom Welling. You can love uh, whoever, whoever you want to love mm-hmm. and enjoy as Superman. That's all on you. But Zack Snyder understands his character probably more than anybody else has. And he did it in a way where he first introduces you to a Clark Kent story before jumping into the Superman stuff. And I think that is what is so important and why this arc is so different than what we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely different, different, different take. And I still believe we had some, um, some kind of uh, help from Christopher Nolan in that man of steel as well. I yeah. do believe he helped Zach just kind of, you know, developing the setup. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of the you know, close to perfect movies. I know man of steel. For sure. Now I'm going to jump in. I, I do see a question here. Uh, we'll go ahead and answer it from Lucas Perez. Do you believe that we will get some confirmation of bat flick, bat flack, not flick, bat flack <laughs> and DC fandom? Uh, I'll, I'll take this first. Yeah. I don't have, 
the kind of information and insider scoops that so has, or, you know, my friends over at DC or DC at <laughs> TCN have, uh, I, I do hear things from time to time. I will say this. I think that what's going on with Batfleck, um, I think a lot of it relies on the success of Zack Snyder's justice league. I really do believe that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we're not going to get <laughs> any information mm -hmm. at DC fandom because we could, mm -hmm. but I really truly believe that if we want to see Snyder's universe grow, that had that Zack Snyder's justice league has to be successful and Batfleck and his, you know, uh, series or movie or whatever it's going to be mm. isn't going to happen unless that movie is successful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that That's a really good way to look at it. Just the business side of it. Um, why would you pump a lot of money into projects until you, you know, you get that first return with uh Zack Snyder's justice league, which, you know, basically AT&T, you got to look at it like this. They didn't have to put much money into this compared to a, a real blockbuster movie. Uh, they probably only paid like a you know a third or less than a half uh, to finish up the vision and get like net returns. Mm -hmm. So you got to look at it like that. But as far as with Batflex specifically, I believe um, um, we'll get some kind of confirmation as far as at the very least that Zach will do will continue his story. So you'll get more Batflex that way. Um, a lot of people looking for confirmation is looking for the Batfleck movie, Batfleck series. I think that's something we do have to wait on, um, but we'll get some kind of indication that are we going to get another performance from Batfleck? And I will take that in a Justice League follow-up or a, you know, a Batfleck movie, but I think we'll find out a fandom. I, I mean, I, I hope so. I really do. I mean, mm. um, I, mm. it, there's so much, I mean, if it wasn't for Ryan Reynolds, the talk of the time would still be Ben Affleck. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let's face it. You know? And that was the big, that was the big debate going on in June. Mm -hmm. And then the Ryan Reynolds stuff came up and that kind of got shoved under the rug a little bit. And it was Batfleck again until justice con, which was an amazing convention. Yes. And then it, you know, it's kind of disappeared again. The whole Batfleck stuff, Batfleck stuff has disappeared. Mm -hmm. I, I, I there's so many people out there that want to say there's no deal made. I I trust who I've spoken with and have heard what is on that a hundred percent. That's why I'm not going to sit here and say, we're not going to hear anything at DC fandom, but I'm also not going to say we are mm. definitely because I think that there are other mm. things and other pegs that have to move and it's certain holes mm. for it to, to come to fruition and to be, Hey, this is happening. Uh, but I, I, again, who doesn't want to see Batfleck? If Ben Affleck shows up at fandom, that'd be interesting. You know, that's the thing. And, and that's, and that's what I keep telling people, especially on social media is if you see, if Cavill pops up, if Batfleck <laughs> or Ben Affleck pops up, if these people pop up, they're not going to be there just to promote justice league. They've done that already. They don't really need to just yeah. promote justice league. I, I think if they pop up, I think it's going to be for, Hey, we're going to have more Superman or we're going to have more, you know, Batman with, with Ben Affleck. That's what I think is going to be a telling sign is if they pop up there. And I, I'm still interested to see how the format is going to work for fandom because they haven't really revealed that yet. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I just I think that's that's going to play a big role because what are they going to what is their main focus going to be on? Do you really think that they're going to allow announcing Ben Affleck back as Batman overshadow Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson's Batman? Mm -hmm. That's a good. You can't, mm -hmm. I, that's a movie, and Ben Affleck is, I think, a producer on that. Is he not? Yeah. I, so mm -hmm. I can't imagine Affleck would be like, yeah, I'll overshadow that. Like, he, you know, <laughs> he, he's going to help push that as well. And mm -hmm. 
we could very well get a, a short little tease of that movie. I'm not saying we are, but mm-hmm. I think they filmed what I think about a month, month and a half. So they might have something small that they can throw together a little 90 second tease that they could throw. And, and that is what they want to be the talk of the town, not mm-hmm. Affleck back as Batman because they have more money riding on the Batman <laughs> right now mm-hmm. than they would on Ben Affleck's Batman. Well, think about this. I mean, that's good logic that you're using that, you know, you know, why would you pump up Affleck and you got Battison, you know, you're trying to, you know, do as well. But the concept of DC fandom has been multiverse. They've been talking about multiverse, you know, the whole time. So the thing that we're looking at too, is that they already promoting the, the justice league movie that has a Batman. And you have and you have a uh, Patterson, so you already have two Batman going on already. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So, but if they're really pushing multiverse, then I, I don't don't see a problem with them doing both. No, you're right. Uh, I I just I don't know. I, I the hmm. Keaton stuff that that's popped up, I think is and real quick, yes, fandom is going to be yes. fire, hundred <laughs> percent. I I just don't see them. With with Keaton, it's he's he's a oh, that's another thing, yeah. Keaton. I, I I don't want to say he's a hasn because people are excited <laughs> about it, and if he comes out, yeah, people are gonna be like, "Holy crap, Keaton's back for the Flash movie or for this movie or whatever it is." Mm. People are gonna be excited, but it's not a solo Batman flick or show, and I think that that's bigger. You know, the idea of a movie or show is bigger than just a cameo or a small supporting role in something like the flash. That's my, that's my only thing. And, and again, I, I, I don't, I'm here to not get your, to, to get your hopes <laughs> way up and then you be crushed and come at me like, what the hell, Robert? I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, I'm here to build it all up and then get mad at me when it doesn't happen. That's why only, I'm here. <laughs> and I say that because justice con, I was, a, I was, 98.9% sure that Affleck was going to show up at Justice Con. Oh, really? You were? Yeah, oh, and wow. he did. And mm-hmm. I, I I feel that Warner Brothers actually pulled, like, forced yeah. Snyder to pull back on it. Mm-hmm. I think Snyder wanted to do a lot more, oh, and yeah. I think it was kind of like that he was told to pull back. Yep. Does that include that Affleck couldn't be there? Well, I, I don't know, but no, I was... Well, I was pretty yeah. sure he'd show up there. I totally agree with that notion that um, you know, Zach he even kind of hinted towards that, hey, I only can get this little clip, you know. But that little clip did confirm what on my end I was hearing Black Suit Superman would be shown. Yeah. Uh we did hear Steppenwolf as well, but Zach only talked about the original Steppenwolf and was able so so we got a little bit, and I think Warner Bros. Is like, no, DC Phantom's gonna eclipse anything this summer so let's hold the the big guns to the end so for sure uh taking a look here rc uh you know he goes i hope he signed talking about batfleck i'm just confused how tcn got the scoop or scope and not bigger scoopers uh that's why i'm not putting my height that high i completely understand that rc like i i get what you're saying mm-hmm. it's not that uh that they're getting this information and wanting you to get your, your hopes up high. They're putting TCN is putting out information that they're hearing. And again, I, I urge you all when Taylor is on Lightcast, you know, whenever he's on there, go back and listen to some of the older episodes. Yep. He discusses and talks about what his process is and, and making sure that this information is legit before he reveals it. I, I, I urge you guys to go do that because he talks about it and this isn't something that he's just going to pull out of his ass and throw out there. Exactly. But on, on that note, sorry, Robert, that um, yeah. as far as scoopers, I always bring up Mikey Sutton. Um, Mikey Sutton, he is he is probably one of the bigger scoopers now. Uh, even he gets more information than Dang RBK at this point. Um, a lot of the scoops that you hear, the movie industry is kind of slow right now, so you're not hearing a lot. But yeah. uh, the Lando series, did you hear about that last week? I that did. Donald yeah. Glover, um, that he's continuing. There's a spinoff. From the solo movie, Mikey Sutton had that story in November of 2019, and it wasn't just speculation. He was saying Donald Glover's back. This is the production team. This is the story they're doing, and it was confirmed. I guess you know last week. So he, I, I bring him up because he is a separate, totally separate source from the culture nerd, from uh, 
La Hoguero de Gotham, the Spanish people that uh, got the scoop as well with Ben Affleck. He's a separate source, Mikey Sutton, that says that they're doing the Batfleck. He's saying they're doing the script. He says they're doing the Batman script. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he touched on the, the Michael Keaton. And I'm just saying, he, Michael Mikey Sutton has been pretty... He's a pretty big scooper. So when people say... Yeah. And and I, and I, just for a second, Robert, because RC, he was in my chat. Too. For some reason, he asked me a question. I get charged up on RC. So I'm sorry yeah. if I'm like, I'm like jumping on you. But um, <laughs> I always go to Mikey Sutton because he is actually a big scooper. Yeah. Uh, he's on Facebook. He's pretty big. Yeah. And, and that's and that's goes back to my point. What I was saying earlier is whenever you're sitting there and saying, why haven't these other bigger scoopers gotten this information maybe you're just not looking at the right scoopers mm-hmm. uh no offense to you know grace or garza or umberto but you mm-hmm. know sometimes they're not the best source to go to because if you pay attention a lot of the time they're all saying the same thing yep <laughs> there's a reason for that robert yeah we'll talk about that another time <laughs> but you see these scoopers saying the same thing obviously you want to go find somebody else who says something else or something different. Mm -hmm. And that's what I encourage you all to do is go find these other people who are out there because there are, there's a whole bunch of them out there. I would have no problem. I, I respect grace. I think that she's done a fantastic job. I remember, I want to say four years ago, I saw her YouTube channel, you know, beyond the trailer the first time. And from there till now, I mean, she's done really well for herself and mm-hmm. getting that thing and getting popularity. She did it the right way. There's some other scoopers out there who I'm not a big fan of. I know I've I've talked to to Garza on on uh, social media on Twitter. I'm like, hey man, come talk to me. Let's 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 hash mm-hmm. this out. Let's talk about it. But he doesn't want to. I don't oh, know why. He does that to you. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't. He Too just bad. doesn't respond to me. I don't know what it is, but. You know, I, I kind of wanted. I I want to talk with these people because I want to. There's a there's a happy medium somewhere. I can mm-hmm. listen to what TCN says, what Taylor and everybody over there, Culture Nerd says. I can listen to Grace. I can listen to to Umberto. I can sit out there and listen to all of them, and I can then make my mind up. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to believe. <laughs> you know, and that's what I want to. I encourage everybody to do. Uh, I, I again, I respect. I, I respect people that are in that and in, in the scoop game. I'm not going to lie. I would love to get into it, but in a way I kind of don't want to get into it. because I'm about as close as you get, you know, one foot in one foot out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stay where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I've always said, you know, we, we talked, I've talked about it with a couple of people. It's kind of like, I would love to get into it because I, I love that rush. You know, that, that, and it's a rush of not clout, which is the word of the, of, that was the word of July, clout. Not because of clout, but I get the rush because it's like, holy crap, I have information. Like, mm. I know something somebody else doesn't know. And then I'm like, do I want to tell people? Do I not want to tell people? Do I want to tell people? Right. It's not, it's not about clout. It's the rush comes from like, holy crap, I know stuff. And then I tell somebody, I'm like, ah. that's why i stick i stick to dc because i'm a fan and i mean i like other genres as well but the people that i know they're predominantly dc related with their information and i'm just as a fan i get excited about hearing it you know so that rush you know that's you know that's enough for me just finding something new you know so yeah, definitely. I, I've been wanting to find some people to talk Marvel or talk Star Wars. I actually have a Star Wars podcast as well called oh, Shooting really? the Sith. Yeah, it's called oh. Shooting the Sith. And uh, I kind of, ever since, I want to say March, mm-hmm. I kind of put it to the back burner because mm-hmm. I, I focused on bridging the geekdoms. I was like, I want to focus on one. Right. And there's been more going on in the grand scheme of pop culture as opposed to what was going on in Star Wars. So I kind of put that on the back burner. But I would love to. I would love to talk to people who are in the know when it comes to Star Wars or comes know, to Marvel or anything like that. I know a few people that would love to talk Star Wars with you. Oh, no, absolutely. A few people, yeah. I mean, I, I'm more general. I mean, I love Mandalorian, obviously, but um, yeah. um, I'm not as deep. Like with DC, like I, I'm gonna go to the comics on you. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, talk about the different adaptations. You know, Star Wars. I'm a little more surface knowledge. Marvel, yeah. you know, yeah, hit or miss. But a couple guys I know, they would all oh, they would 
talk to you for hours about Star Wars. I, I have to connect you. I'm always I'm always looking for good Star Wars talk because that's how I am. How you are with DC, that's me with Star Wars. <laughs> like I can I can deep dive into Star Wars and talk for hours about it with no issue at all. And when it comes to DC, I, I uh, DC I'm a huge fan of Marvel. Uh, hit or miss, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that, that's kind of I mean for me. DC is what I grew up with. Uh, the first film I ever saw in theaters was 1989's Batman. That's mm. the first movie I ever saw. I was four years old. Awesome. I saw that movie. I fell asleep in my mom's lap, so I didn't see the whole thing. But <laughs> that movie also that movie also taught me my first swear word. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's something with the '89 Batman. I, I'm, probably, I'm probably a little older than you. I remember the the um, campaign rollout for 1989 Batman and the Prince album that came yeah. out with it and just all the hype, you know, you got McDonald's cups and all kinds of oh, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's it, that was just such an event, man. You never forget. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally remember <laughs> a lot of that. I mean, I was only four years old, but sure. man, <laughs> what a oh, time man. to be alive. That was awesome. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. And, you know, I mean, I, I was sitting on my dad's lap when I was even younger than that, watching the reruns of Adam West Batman and Batman was just ingrained in me. So as I grew up, you know, Batman, the animated series and, you know, I'd see Batman comics, that kind of stuff. That's what drew me in. That's that it was that character. And I kind of just evolved into a DC fan. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Marvel. I loved yeah. Spider-Man growing up. Spider-Man, the animated oh, yeah. series, the animated series. Those were great shows. Yeah. But I could never get into the comics. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, that kind of annuity got so so messed up like over the years like because I mean, in the 90s it was um it was spider-man with uh i think uh joe quesada was doing a lot of the art and stuff like that and then um jim lee was doing x-men uh so i was huge with x-men in the 90s so but it just something kind of changed after that yeah <laughs> Michael, Michael Keaton is green. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I'd actually see that. I, I'd watch that. Uh, oh, come on, Steve, don't do that. Don't do uh -oh. that. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that, right that is a whole other conversation, Steve. Maybe one day we'll talk. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to say the last Jedi is horrible. Uh, I, I, this is the way, and I'll, I'll say this and leave it at that for Star Wars talk. Uh, <laughs> the last Jedi would have been better had it been the first movie in a trilogy. Mm. Uh, the, changed a few things up here and there. Very small details. All it would be what they need to change. It would have been a better movie to start a trilogy than to be the middle part because mm. it's a middle part. It makes it. It, it, it that's part of the reason why I don't like it as much as I should, because it is the middle chapter when it feels like it should be the beginning chapter. Mm -hmm. That's me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's a good take right there that, um, you know, that, that whole divergent from the formula, that's how I looked at it. Like it was a yeah. divergent from the star Wars formula. And maybe we, that wasn't a good second chapter to do that, you know, in the middle, you know, and probably do that from the, from the start. So yeah, that, that's a good take. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's different. I know. I have this thing when it comes to movies, and I've I've started to realize this. I'm kind of pulling back, and where I first noticed it was actually the rise of Skywalker. I go and watch a movie in theaters, and I come out, and I'm like, "Holy crap! It was amazing! It was fantastic! I got to watch it again. I watch it again. I never allow myself to kind of like think about it and take it in because I'm still just. Mm -hmm. My my adrenaline and my excitement is still pumping from wanting to see it, and now I finally saw it. I'm just so excited that that happened with all three of the Star Wars films that came out in that trilogy, and the Last Jedi. You, you, if anybody wants to go back and listen to some of my older podcasts, where you can find on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever, you'll find our Last Jedi review, and I praise it to to the high heavens. I'm like, this is an amazing movie. Mm -hmm. But as you sit back and you realize, and, and you start to dissect it a little bit, you start to see the flaws in it. And again, I, I noticed that with the rise of Skywalker, cause I saw it three times in theaters. And then when it came out on video, I watched it again and I'm like, what the really that I was excited about that. <laughs> uh, same thing happened with justice league. <laughs> you know, I wanted so badly for that movie to be good. So oh, man. badly. That, that's such, yeah. So Bring back bad memories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely, Steve, I, I'll definitely, you know, want to talk. Um, tomorrow is the air cut event. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's 
forget that tomorrow, August 5th, which is the anniversary of Suicide Squad. They are doing a social media event. Uh, and Ayer is doing a watch along with End of Watch, I guess. I did not hear mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, interesting. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know where that's going to be. Uh, this is, I, I, he, I don't think Ayer uses Vero, so I have no idea where that's going to be. But uh, I, I yeah. definitely I think people, if you're excited about the Snyder Cut, you're probably also excited about the potential, I'll say potential, of the Ayer Cut of Suicide Squad. We know it's coming. Uh, yeah. So jump in on the fun and the action tomorrow on social media. Uh, if you're a Twitter user, use this thing called TweetDeck. Go to TweetDeck, schedule out as many tweets as you want throughout the day tomorrow. Good you idea. So just schedule them out one, three every hour all day or 10 every hour, whatever you want to do. That way we get the hashtag out there and get things out there. That way uh, the HBO and AT&T and Warner, they all know that we want it, even though I'm 99% mm -hmm. sure we're getting it. <laughs> it's good. It's good to support that. And just to give David Ayer some support. Um, and uh, hey, like we're kind of marketing for AT and T, so they like that. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, one 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 more question that I want to ask you, Sil, because uh, yeah, there's a lot of talk on on this here, and uh, I know you got to go, but just one question. I'm sorry. Uh, what is your take on on David Ayer's Suicide Squad? Like, what do you think? Do you think they're going to add Steppenwolf to it? Well, um, that's uh, just what I've been hearing. Uh, you know, on my end is that. Uh, even David Ayer uh, admitted that during pre-production, he had a model of Steppenwolf available. Mm -hmm. um, and they decided to scrap it and go with the story of Incubus at that point. Um, so that that model was still available to add on top, you know, the visual effects. It's interesting because Zack Snyder at uh, JusticeCon, he talked about his previs of Steppenwolf. And I was like, is that the same model that David Airhead, you know, yeah. and so it's very interesting that they could be a possible connection um, with them working together with that. We'll see. You know, that's the that's a subject of debate. Um, but yeah, I do believe it's very possible we would get a, at least a cameo of Steppenwolf. I believe the third act of that movie um, will be very different, and I will possibly you may see uh, Steve from the chat in there as a, as a cameo as well. We, we, we'll see. <laughs> be interesting well i know, I know you got to go man i'll let you go uh thanks for joining me definitely you know sometime jump on your show jump on my show yeah. whatever it is definitely yeah. do it man thanks for being on great talking to you definitely definitely all right man see you later all right i'll head out uh, just real quick uh at sil abdullah twitter um oh, yeah. we do have the the facebook sil abdullah dc they wouldn't let me do ink on facebook and um and also yeah, I think that's it. All right. Okay. Oh, oh, Instagram, Instagram. Still love doing ink on Instagram as well. So, All right, perfect. All right. I'll, I'll throw that in the, in the description after this, man, so don't worry. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Take care. Uh, hey, so it's just me. Going to finish up a couple things here. I do see one more question here from – nope, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> RC, there we go. What if Air announces Air Cut tomorrow? I, I, I don't – I mean, I can't say it's definitely not going to happen, <laughs> but I'm not going to say that, that that should be expected. I, I haven't heard anything from the few people I talked to. Uh, honestly, I didn't even know that this watch party was happening. I think if he was planning on announcing something like that, there would be more hype around this watch party going on, and there's really no hype going on right now for it. Uh, I wish I knew because I'd be pushing it absolutely. I, I do expect it to be announced soon, most likely at Fandom. I do believe that's what Deborah Snyder was talking about at Fandom when she almost slipped up and said, you know, she's working with different directors and they have something to announce soon. I think that's what she was talking about, but I don't think it's going to be at his watch party tomorrow. I mean, I, I, again, that may be unfortunate. Um, I don't know. <laughs> kind of take it for how you want to take it because, uh, again, um, it, it could happen. I, I can't say. Again, I didn't know about the the event, so I can't say it is or isn't going to happen. I hope it does. That'd be cool. But I don't know. I think, I think at this point, anything DC-related when it comes to official announcements – we're going to have to wait for DC fandom on August 22nd, which I think is going to be fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. 
but with that said, I do want to thank everybody you know, for coming on. Uh, I lost a bunch of viewers after Sil left because nobody cares about me, I guess. But it's, thanks for coming on. Thanks for watching. I hope you subscribe. I hope you continue following. I, I There is another one of me that's usually here, Colton. He is my co-host. Uh, he's got some things going on in his life right now that are kind of busy. Nothing bad. He's just got some things with a girlfriend going on, like moving and stuff like that. A bunch of stupid stuff. Nothing crazy. He's not dying or anything like that. But... <laughs> Uh, I hopefully will have him back on the show next week. I'm pushing for him to be on the show next week. But if you want more from Bridging the Geekdoms and from me, go to Spoilerverse.com. Spoilerverse.com is where you're going to find everything you want when it comes to Bridging Geekdoms. There are also shows like Spoiler Country. You have uh, Misery Point Radio. You have Narrative Gunslingers. A whole bunch of other shows that you can find there that are absolutely fantastic. John, who joined us in the beginning of the show, he also has his podcast spoiler country on there so uh definitely definitely go to spoilerverse.com i do articles on there i have one i hinted at or alluded to today that's going to be about superman and Zack snyder superman and how he is the quintessential version that we should all respect because it is a fantastic characterization of superman so please please go check that out but with that said, thank you guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, you can find us, if you're not a big video per, you know, person, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Because, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, we were a podcast before we were a YouTube channel, and now we're doing a whole YouTube thing, mm -hmm. and I'm hitting my mic and everything like that. So thanks for watching, and I will talk at you all next week.